Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Digital Bath Podcast. And coming up, we're going to be the master of puppets in this episode of Stranger Danger Part 2. Get it on. Let's go. Digital Bath Podcast. It is your boys here, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. We got Dakota, Jesse, Chris, and yours truly, the mini fridge. My name is Nick, and we appreciate you guys listening in again. We're going to finish off the Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're going to finish it off. We're going to finish uh, all of it off. Vecna, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought we were here to talk about the show. Oh, I guess yeah. we could do that too. Okay. That's or, probably what we'll do instead. first. You know, both is fine. Hey, I watched it. Both is fine. Vecna ain't got no parts. That's probably why he's so pissed off. He is. Maybe. No, this is this is some hentai shit. All of those like all the tentacles. All are the tentacles. His that's his parts. Hive mind, baby. Yep. Hive mind. Ooh, he was doing some shit to Nancy. Ooh, and also oh. Steve. Steve. I mean, he doesn't. Well, who wouldn't do it to Steve? Right. 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 Yeah. And then the the ADHD girl's just there. Her name's Robin. Yeah. Robin's cool. Look, I like Robin. There's going to be a whole lot of me describing who a character is, and you tell me what their name is. So <laughs> just get used to that. Just like your kids. You know, like the gay one. Let's go ahead and christen the episode, all right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got you to you oh, pop it. Hold on. No, that was Hoda. Hoda, 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 Hoda. I got you, bro. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Right, right. Oh. Hold on. Chicken strips. <laughs> That's Even though I look react. like a burnt chicken nugget, I still love myself. <laughs> Ooh, what was that one? This is the one you had. I, I like it. I I had the blue Hawaiian, which I kept to myself and didn't mention to anybody else because I like the I like blue Hawaiians. So Chris, Jesse, and I are drinking something called Scarlet Letter because fuck Dakota. Apparently, you could have had one. You, you could, had a yeah. beer. Where was it offered? There and there. Go get one. There and there. No fuck it, you. This is a ten percent alcohol seltzer. And it's pretty damn good. It is pretty good. The, this this uh, hurricane is is pretty tasty. Uh, My first is. drink was like a little it. sour because I had the blue Hawaiian, which is more of a sweet drink. Yeah, but this one's good. Did you have How's a blue yours? Hawaiian? Before it's pretty then? good. I got the kamikaze. It's lime, lime and citrus. You said citrus yeah. lime. The fact like, that you said Hawaiian and kamikaze and like kind of in the same conversation, not great. Yeah, it's kind of insensitive. Yeah, a little insensitive. The fact that anything's named kamikaze is kind of insensitive. Both those places deal with hurricanes? No, I don't know. Do they? You know who else deals with hurricanes? Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you last hurricane off. you remember the you name of. You're my shit off. I was gonna say <laughs> Hawkins, oh, yeah, a yeah, hurricane yeah. of evil called Vecna. And the final two episodes of part two. They of got Stranger all the way things. to V in their hurricanes? That's a lot of hurricanes. What about V's? V. Like, when you name a hurricane, you alphabetically name them. Mm. So the fact that they got all the way to V, that's a lot of hurricanes. Yeah. In Indiana? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so we're talking about Vecna. Vecna. He's Max. Cool. Uh yeah, he's a he's a dope villain. He's a fucking awesome villain. So, all right. Part two starts off. Strong, right? Because the part one ended strong as well. It just ended with, go, oh, okay, well, that shit's happening. What's going to happen next? Uh, uh, take us through it. 
What about you, Chris? No. No? No, someone else. Why? I, I need someone who okay. remembers what happens. Thank you. Okay. Oh, yeah, that thing. Okay. This is where I step in. Because yeah. because I was really wanting to hear some shit Chris had to say. So we'll that one there. character that's yeah. got like a face, he... Uh... <laughs> you remember the guy with the hair and the thing? Mm, yeah, the hair. Will, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah no. Okay. no, that's the same character. Damn, Mike. I, meant to, I meant to say Mike. So, Mike's got some hair. So, Vecna yes. sends Nancy, Nancy. with... With the gift of the f- of future sight, mm-hmm. back to our world uh, to send a message to L. Why? Why do villains always go like, "Hey, you know what? It's not a secret. I'm going to tell you my plans. Exa- I'm going to tell you what's going to happen because you can't stop it." I don't know if he was necessarily telling her what he's going to do. Aside from he was actually just showing her the future, right. like what he saw. So he wasn't like saying, oh, this is what I'm going to do. It's like, this is what I'm seeing. Now you're seeing yeah, it, too. See. Right. Um, it, it did lead to them knowing that if if Max was killed, that it would cause hell on Earth. The gates would open. The yes. four gates would I've open. I've chosen which strategically Indiana. Was, may or may not happen. Which was your, one of your boys' predictions. It so. was. Good job, Dakota. Oh, Ten points me, to Dakota. Don't let me forget, Star wanted me to mention her theory about the future. A star the theory. So I'm glad you said that, Dakota, because as I was watching with my wife, we were sitting there and she was like, what do you think is going to happen? And this was on episode, uh, the first episode of uh, part two. And I said, you know, I can really see this not working out the way they need it to. And it actually happens. And then the next season is... You know, them fighting for their lives because the Upside Down's taking over. Foreshadowing. Hell on uh, Hawkins. Yeah, exactly. Hawkins. So, and and at the end of it, we called it. So I'm glad you called it, too. That's mm-hmm. pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I called it recorded, so that's, that's oh, str- no stronger. It's yeah, you, record, yeah, okay. That's, that's strong. I still, <laughs> haven't, I still haven't listened to la- that <laughs> episode yet. I know I'm terrible, but yeah. So, so Nancy gets sent back, and it, it, it's game plan time. And... Uh, her and I believe Steve decide that they can't really wait for someone to do something about it, and they have to kill Vecna. Eleven, right? Can't, can't wait. So, well, no one knows where Eleven's at. Right, right. But they're saying like we can't wait on Eleven to do something. Mm-hmm. We got to yeah, take. This we got to do it ourselves. Save, yeah, save ourselves or whatever. So, oh, go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say maybe to avoid going scene by scene. Yeah, let's I don't want to go. Yeah, scene let's by just not let's break down yet. groups, right? Because mm-hmm. we have the Hawkins group. Yeah. Um, how do you feel the Hawkins group kind of carried this season versus the uh, the California group and the Russia group? They held that shit down. For yeah. A while. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yep. the, mm-hmm. I feel like the Hawkins group was the strong point. Yeah. Like the California group was also there sometimes. They also s- ran. So, yes, exactly. Like, the California group just seemed very, like, oh, by the way, we forgot. Here's them real quick. Yeah. Um, Don't get me wrong. They had some cool points, but it was, like, it was more like an adventure than it was necessary to the story. I I feel like their roles were maybe different, and it gave us more of an emotional journey uh, than the other two Mm -hmm. groups, especially, obviously, with Will kind of coming to terms with that he's probably never going to be with Mike the way he wants to be. Yeah. Um, In the butt. And, <laughs> yes. And I... Uh, <laughs> yes, there's no Thanks, joke there. yes. There's, yes. there's no, there's there's no, no gray no area. Hidden. He just keeps looking at him like, mm. uh, So that, that scene where he basically brings up Mike by telling him all these good things, and there's this double meaning, was heartbreaking to it see. It was, yeah. Um, it really was. But there was some good, I, I think, progress with 
Will opening up to yeah. the rest of the group in general, especially with his brother, mm-hmm. which we hadn't seen since season one. Well, it was more it was more his brother opening up to Will. That's fair. Kind of, yeah. kind of not forcing Will, but like being take, the big brother. Yeah, being the br- big brother, and then Will finally being like, "Oh wow, yeah, you're right." Like it, it jogged his memory on. Yeah, you're right. We we were awesome as brothers. We we did talk all the time, and mm-hmm. I miss that too. Um, that was extremely emotional. But back to your point, that we digress a little bit. Back to your point. Yeah, home base. Hawkins, the Hawkins group, home base, right? That's where shit's going Wolverines, down. Wolverines, baby. Yep. That's where shit's going down. And man, did they do such a good job of taking that 80s nostalgia of like Red Dawn. Yeah. yeah. You oh, know, yeah. or or even like or even Apocalypse Now in a in a way. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean but Freddy, Freddy, and war games. Yeah. And war games. Yeah, you got the hacking like it's it's all of those like that's true essential 80s like post-apocalyptic like or apocalypse type movie tropes. It was awesome. I feel like Hawkins was definitely like the action group. I would argue the Russia group had some. Oh, no, the Russia group Um, had some cool. Can I tell you about my friend uh, Eleven? Uh, Eleven did some cool shit. I mean, yeah. Well, at the end, she of. did some cool shit, and we're talking about part two, though. We're talking about part so, two. So, I, I have to remember we are yes, talking, we're about talking about part, part two, two. Where she was, she was dream warrioring. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she was piggybacking. She was the dream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's literally what they call it in the show: is piggybacking off someone else's dreams. Yep. Or whatever you want to call it, someone yep. else's mind. Um, definitely, we we got. I feel like we got what we wanted from Eleven and Papa, like yes. more more than I ever thought yes. I would. When he was like. Uh, uh, Oh my god Let's Say it's okay And she was like Fuck oh, you dude shit. I'm not saying that, shit mm, That scene is so good Chris That was so That is so good Again The, the California crew Brought the emotion in The it. entire time I thought she was gonna give in And say it Like you were You only cared about me Papa Mm-mm. You know But she just um, She was just Nevada, stoic Nevada sir Well but they're from Yeah you're right <laughs> Well yeah That's not the California group L- I, I, I consider I would, that That part Really, All the okay. California group. Okay, yes. in the I second know. season, I know. Those are two, I, I those can, are two I, different storylines. Yeah, I consider them the like the eleven the Arizona group, or, group. Or, or no, not even that. Nevada. I would the eleven group. They you know, in the, Nevada. Eleven. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The Nevada so, group. So there's a scene Nevada. where finally, obviously, you know, if you've watched part one, Papa comes back. You know, he wasn't actually dead because you never Papa. saw him die on screen, right? So he comes back and he's helping uh, Owens with Eleven and trying to jog her memory and show her what happened in the past. We've seen that all, right? Because her powers are gone. Because her powers are gone. Come to part two, and she is full-blown back to normal. Not only full-blown back to normal, but has a little bit more of an understanding of her powers and what happened, so she's able to control them even more and be more powerful in general. She's practically a 22. I'm just going to say <laughs> She doubled her power. <laughs> she yeah. doubled her power, yeah. yeah. Practically 22. Pa- practically. 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 She's um, like two 11s together, basically. That's, so, that's 22. Uh, and you also know that the uh, there's another branch of the government who's trying to take him out, who thinks that 11's actually the one doing all of this. The bad branch. The bad branch. The, the bad batch. And they come after them, and or, you know what? They, what? Or the good branch. Because uh, theory time... Kind of Eleven's fault. Throwing it out there. In a roundabout way, yeah. In a roundabout way. She threw Vecna into the Upside Down. More importantly, she took the chip out of his neck. I mean, that's that was yeah. But but she didn't force Vecna to come and do all this kind of stuff. She tried to get rid of him in a way, subconsciously. Well, that stupid little kid fucked up (laughs) and got solitary for it. Thanks, God. He sees through the lies of... (laughs) 
All right. But again, we do we digress. So back to the Hawkins group home base. <laughs> we digress a lot. Back so. to the Hawkins group. Yeah. They if were... you've ever followed us for more than two episodes, you know. <laughs> um, 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 um. So a lot of kind of like quiet before the storm, right? Oh yeah, a lot of lot of uh, Steve I, uh, I, I his heart out. Yeah, a lot of I, I love you and I, I hope to see you on the other side. I want your babies, stuff, right? Nancy. Him and Nancy. Yeah. So yeah, so I want to make six kids with you. Yeah, and hey, spoiler, you already got them. Yeah, right. Six kids and everything. How did you guys <clears throat> feel about about um you know the that, that moment with with Nancy and Steve? <sighs> Look, man, I you know I never shipped. Nancy and Ratface boy. I don't think Jonathan. Jonathan. I don't think Thank anyone's you. ever shipped them. Maybe, no. maybe in the first the season. End, yeah, maybe, the first, maybe season. the first season. And then after him. that, it was kind of eh. yeah. After we got over him taking pictures of people. <laughs> Look, man. You know, nerds be but, nerds do be taking pictures. Yeah, but as you were saying, Chris. <laughs> I just I I've always envisioned Steve and Nancy being together because yeah. they're mm-hmm. the you know the quintessential. Like, they're the, mom and dad. They're the prom king and the yeah. N- nerdy terminator i don't know how that works but it works in my brain uh i i don't think it's gonna happen because they they do a really good job of not giving us what we want and then giving us what they want and then not giving us what they, they want they give us like 85 percent of what we want right they're like Jude, will say you're gay and he's like i'm something i'm also in this picture with you fighting this that, dragon that's coming up yeah right so anyway coming uh up. they go to the gun shop and they they the the uh what are those called army surplus store yeah, yeah. and they load up and you see that fucking cunt god damn it i hate him i i what, wanted what him to name? die like Jason so fucking bad it was like josh or jason or yeah some something James like that Jingleheimer smith you don't know his name chad i don't know wow chad. this is a first like i'm can like, we can we just well, call him we hated white him. athlete the douchebag we yeah. hated him so Bully from the 80s yeah. which which i always tried to like just being me i was always like well i was trying to justify his actions thinking on his point of view like huh. i don't know i also would want to <laughs> so, blame them for so, satanic rituals no 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 dakota i'm glad you said that because there was a point even i did that i was like why like am i trying you. to justify okay, cool. this dude's actions like, right uh. but so, like i'm a satanic what? panic chad <laughs> i need to punch some drywall immediately i wasn't i was like i want to see where this goes but but i was i was like i was like Look at it from his perspective. Like, he doesn't know the shit going on in Hawkins, right? He's just seeing this weird shit happen out of nowhere. Chrissy would never do drugs. And it's justifying his thought, right? Because he sees this dude, his friend, pop out of the water. No one around him breaks all of his limbs and kills him, right? This guy doesn't know what's going on in Hawkins. So, of course, he's like, oh, my God, I am fucking right. Like, this really is devil worship. But wasn't and, Eddie Munson right there freaking the fuck out, too? Yeah, but he didn't He didn't. He care. didn't see them. He didn't and care. He didn't care. He was already pissed off. You ever been in a fit of rage and then all of a sudden feel remorse for the person you're chasing after? Yeah, and then your friend just flies in the air and snaps yeah. their limbs and blows their eyeballs up and they die. Um, <laughs> Opens a gate. Actually, What'd there you was think a couple Tuesdays Jess, ago. What do you think of, uh, of the Hawkins crew? Yeah, um, just certified badasses, all of them. Yeah, um, I, I, Nancy, as we said in the last episode, She's has always proven herself in every fighting situation. But Steve, ever since season two, um, has really the become end of season one and end of season one. Yeah. he comes he through shows, in the pinch. Yeah, he, he shows. Yeah. The yeah. he leaves and he's like, I gotta go back. Yeah. God damn it! He he's the glue, I think, of that group. 
uh, honestly. Fair. I think without Steve, yeah. you don't have the younger kids kind of tagging around with Nancy. Yeah. Robin as well. I, he's the glue of that group. He's oh, always sure. in the thick of it. He's he really the, is. He is the focal point. He really is. Yeah. He, he's the one who has everything in common with almost almost everyone That's in that true. crew. That's true. He does have a connection. Yeah. 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 The in the Hawkins crew, he is the glue. Yeah. Like Mike is the normal glue. Yes. 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 He's yeah. the heart, right? Yes. Right. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, it was definitely this this preparation. All of of part one of the of volume two is is them getting ready for you know this big battle, mm-hmm. um, and it definitely raised the tension. I raised the stakes a lot, and being able to devise that plan, and especially with Max and Lucas, uh, kind of like I'm gonna have to do this, dude. So they use you, they use mm-hmm. Max's bait. That's yes. the plan. And Max is like, I can't let someone else take my place. Like they don't know what yeah. they're going into. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. They kind of, um, I feel like they kind of led you to believe that in the in the first half of season four, that one of the other kids from the team was going to get got, right? Didn't he they? did. He did get got. Oh, he was the third one. Oh God damn. Yeah. So they did Max, and then they and then he was like, Nah, I'll do this guy first, and then yeah. I'll do Max again. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I'm well, sorry. Well, he was probably going to move on to someone else if Max hadn't been like, Hey, I'm here, fucker. Yeah. Basically. Fair. Fair. Yeah. And and she had to do some convincing. Because after you find out who Vecna is, you know this guy is really smart. He, he's a, he's a very intelligent person. He knows what scheming. he's doing. He's well, scheming they, the whole time. And they know time. that he can spy on them. Exactly. So it wasn't just like Max being like, "Okay, I'm ready." She had to like convince him. Yeah. yeah. She had to sit there and tell some truths that I don't think she was necessarily ready to tell, especially in front of other people like Lucas. Well, I, it healed their relationship for it sure. Did. The the way that they brought back up Lucas and Max's relationship so good. was amazing. Best yeah. acting from him this season. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I was worried. We all were kind of worried um, when we talked before about kind of his position in the group still, you know, because I don't I mean, you know, he's always been just as great as all the others. Oh, and yeah. So kind of felt like maybe they were trying to you know, see what it's like to put someone on the outside. So I'm glad that he was, you know, fully back in the middle with the rest of them. Um, How do you guys feel about Dustin and Eddie's um, very, very close, you know, uh, friendly but intimate, you know, conversation they had, you know, gearing up and, you know, Eddie's telling Dustin, he's like, you know, don't change, you know, keep doing what you're doing no matter what happens, you know. I'm, I'm a Steve stan, so when I saw that, I was like, that's very heartwarming, but don't don't encroach on my Steven Dustin. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, I was like, I get it. You're a nice guy, Eddie. I really like you. But you get in between those two, we're going to have problems, okay? Look, a guy can have several best friends. You can have your cool guy best friend, and you can have your... I think n- we're all examples of that. Yeah. I don't like yeah. Jesse you. and I are best you're friends, nerdy. and you guys are allowed to be around. <laughs> wow, okay. Wow, you're, you're, wow you're okay. A lot of assumptions there, but uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm my own best friend. <laughs> The, the, you can have you can have your nerdy Eddie Munson best friend. I was, for anyone listening, that was a joke. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'd be laughing if oh, it wasn't. All jokes have a bit of seriousness. Just crickets. In. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Jesse helped me move. He was the only one that showed up. That's Fuck true. You I was the only one. Nick that tried. Up. Nick tried. Nick tried. Okay, hey, thank Nick you. Tried. Thank hey. you. Thank you. Thank hey, you. I didn't fucking help you move. I actively avoided it. But I did bring you. I did bring <laughs> he had you. The iron his penis I brought that you day. my only COVID test when they were you already did. And then I brought you monsters when you did get COVID. You did. You did. You brought me the COVID. Yeah. You brought me. You brought me COVID and monster. You know. I kissed it for good luck before I gave it to. I thought that's how it worked. No, but seriously, seriously, a kid can grow up and have two idols, let's say. Yeah, you got of the course. the guy who yeah. teaches you about doing your hair and getting the girls, and you uh-huh. got the guy yeah. who's like, fuck girls, 
do nerdy shit, let's go. Yeah. And Eddie Munson was nerdy um, guy dude, central. Eddie, uh, okay, my opinion, Eddie was the best side slash main character that they brought in throughout the entire series. They have... They do such so, a good job yeah. of their side characters. Two things. So first of all, Murray shout, has something to say to you. But no, Murray's well, Murray's, Murray's amazing. He I started love as a side Murray. We didn't really like him. Remember the That's season true. So That's two true. things. Shout out to the Duffer Bros for Duffer uh, Bros. for <laughs> Duffer Bros. Super Duffer Bros. Super for Duffer I, Bros. for I think portraying like really great, not toxic masculinity in this. Like yeah. really, like yeah. like they showed really great ways to like share your feelings with like another bro. And yep. there's Hopper. <laughs> and then there's and then there's super toxic masculinity, bro. But we're not talking about him right now. I've been watching the first couple season. Hopper is aggro as fuck. Straight up eighties man. Yeah, yeah. wake yes. up. Yes, smoke yeah. a cigarette. I'm yeah. late to work. Smoke a I cigarette. He is the trope. He yeah. is the trope. Yeah. I love yes. when he's drunk in Enzo's and they're like, "Sir, you can't take that with you." He's like, "I'm the chief of police," and he just walks out. But no, and two. So yeah, and um, um, Eddie and uh, how good the Duffer Brothers are getting at creating these characters, like. You know, people Real really people. liked Bob, but but the world has completely latched onto Eddie, like mm -hmm. to a point where, I mean, I could see them trying to do something to at least keep him around. Look, we're it, doing spoilers at the end of this episode, yeah, and it's very there's important. some theories. Okay, so and we'll get that's there. That's a theory. But but yeah, so okay, so they get in right, and Nancy Nancy tells them like, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna go in phases, and you are, everyone's gonna be in place, and no one's gonna deviate from that plan. So right, yeah, solid, no one solid in nature. And solid Eddie looks theory. at her and says, cool story, bitch. Yeah, right. But anyway. <laughs> Who, Vecna? No, I said no, Eddie, Eddie looks at her and says, cool story, oh, bitch. <laughs> yes. So do we want to Do we want to get into that or do we want to jump? Let's, let's jump. jump. To, who yeah. do we want to jump to? Russia group. We haven't yeah, talked Russia. about Russia group. Okay. Oh, Go ahead. Fucking Russia group. Oof. God damn it. You got some thoughts. Say it. Uh, first of all, I, I, I don't. this isn't even real thoughts. This is just... That was the actual Conan the Barbarian sword. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking cool as shit. Holy yeah. fuck! It's Nerdgasm so, right away. Yes, the sword that Hopper uses in that final episode against the Demogorgon is one hundred percent the actual prop they used in Conan. In Conan the Barbarian. Hell yeah! It's a movie. Look, let me be honest with you. Uh, you know, so like everyone. When, when there's feelings and stuff, like my eyes get a little misty. When he picked up that sword and they were like, it's slow-mo time, bitches. I was like, I'm a man. This is cool. I'm not going to cry. I don't like know T2 why I'm overwhelmed with emotion right now. So at first, uh, Amanda and I looked at each other and we were like, where the fuck did that sword come from? I was like, did he pull it out of his ass? And then nope. we realized by, that by the it way, was set up from the fight before. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so if you're listening to this and you don't care about spoilers and you haven't watched it, they go I back to watched. the prison. They go back to the prison after escaping. Yeah, we skipped a little bit because honestly, yeah. it's probably it's not the, a play by play most down point right. of it. Correct. But yeah, I the Russian dudes or whatever. Like, yes. I'm glad that they didn't focus that much on them because mm -hmm. they are the weakest part of the Russia storyline. Yeah, so of course. But yeah, so they go back to so the prison. They go back to the prison because they re because they, they realize, realize they like have to help. They, they have, have to, to. They have to help. Mind, if it's baby. a hive it's mind. A, yeah, yep. exactly. They weaken that hive mind. That's yep. one of my favorite things about Stranger Things is they don't fucking forget information. 
people aren't stupid. They know that they can help in some fashion just by hurting the creatures from the upside down. Well, because of previous seasons. Joyce, Joyce, honestly, might be the smartest character I think in the show. Um, she's the one that came out with the came definitely up with most the idea. curious. Yeah, came up with the lights in season one to mm. contact Will. Yeah, and the then she's the one that brought up like, wait a second, we need to help them. These the yeah. yeah. She's I, I Joyce is a very underrated character. She was opinion. she knew she's the one that figured about the heat in season two. Yes. Well, it was kind of mm-hmm. her and Dustin figured it out separately. Yes. But like with with. Uh, Will and then she's the one that was curious about the magnets. Yeah, you're right. She's and, she's a very 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 and, intuitive character. Yeah, and because of that, that's how they found out. Like, oh, the the veil is thin here. Yeah. Yes, we can communicate because that's what Joyce. They even say it. Joyce communicated with the lights. We can do the same thing. You're right. And, and it, right. it was so yeah. It's all connected. Like it is circle. all connected. Like Every. The Duffer Brothers do such a good job callbacks. at connecting callbacks from mm-hmm. the very first season, second season, third season. Everything has something to do with something. Mm-hmm. A place exactly where it needs to be. So that, that's, uh, it's wild to think that the Duffer Brothers were thinking, there's probably going to be five seasons of this. In season one? They had season one. Uh, I shout out, if you're as big a Stranger Things fans as we are, uh, I encourage you to watch. Uh, there's a two-part now of um, just the behind-the-scenes kind of cast talking about BTS. it. Yeah, it's on uh, YouTube. You can find it. It's just them interviewing the cast. Uh, Felicia Day's on there. It's really cool. She's the um, But the Duff Brothers said they had the first season cocked and loaded, ready to go, and then they had the loosest fucking framework for everything going forward, and they said it's just kind of evolved, you know, kind of like stuff with Bob or with Steve. Mm-hmm. Those weren't, those are things that changed over time, so, but man, they're making it look, like, effortless right now. Right. Yeah. Like, in the first season, they planned to have the dad come back and fight the fucking, right. my, not my player, right. but the they, kept, they wanted to, they said, we wanted to kill Steve, but we kept pulling him back. It's like, we don't want to let him go, we don't want to let him go. And, and it then, was because of the actor that they decided not yeah. to. It wasn't because because they were like, well, they were like, no, this dude, gave we him need a lot to keep of, him. Yeah. Same with Joyce. Um, um, Winona, Ryder. Winona Ryder brought yeah. a lot to that role that they were like, she was supposed to be like the 80s mom that's kind of there. And then she really like the other 80s role. mom that's still kind of there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mike's mom. <laughs> Mike's mom. mom. Yeah. Hey, shout, Which, out, shout out to Mike's mom. Shout out to Mike's mom. I will, I will say what's kind of good. Yeah. What's yeah. kind of weak in the show. I sometimes forget Mike and Nancy are siblings. That's true. <laughs> that is true. They don't rely on that very they do often. Not. <laughs> Reverse uh, anti shout out to Mike's dad. Season he is always oh, just kind of the there. Worst. Put him in jail for a bit. That'll lose yeah. him up. Season one, season two, you kind of get that you know sibling rivalry kind of thing, but it's not focused on ever. So yeah, that's maybe the weakest. Yeah, like relationship, relationship that of whole the family, entire honestly. series. They just, yeah, they just look at Will up. and uh, and Jonathan hug, and they're like, "Huh, we could do that." <laughs> <laughs> do we love each other? Uh, like, yeah, that's like, a lot of work. What's What's their youngest sibling's name? Oh fuck, I don't Jill. remember. I think it's Holly. I don't even Holly. know if that's right. Uh, maybe it's Holly. 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 I don't even know if it's. I don't that's remember. Right. I don't Holly. remember. Uh, but you're right. Holly. I don't remember. Um, Let's go with it. Who the fuck? Oh, Russia. Um, so. You know, we find out that uh, a piece of what we call the particles or of the mind flare, you know, Russia had trapped in the, the Doug Dimmadogs. And so when they go back and they sneak back through that same part of the facility, it's all broken out. Um, and so is it – help me clarify this. The particles went into the the, the, yes. dim, the, the Demodogs. Demodogs. Okay. Correct, yes. And so uh, how did you guys think about that whole scene and, you know, Hopper kind of um, baiting them out and everything? 
That's cool. I, I called that part of the show the thing. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's literally this yeah. isolated, you know, yep. fucking research facility and this cold tundra. And, and of course, you got the fucking flamethrower, bro. Like, and Joyce hey, had that flashback up. of Bob again. Bro, yeah. Let's be bro. honest, though. Mike, not Mike. Uh, 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 Hopper Murray. is oh. still doing everything on two broken ankles. Two broken ankles. Yeah. Which, so, let's, let's mention it and then let it go. Cause yeah. It's, we'll let that go. So, he actually did a lot of that stuff actually barefoot. They didn't give him, like, the the feet shoes that they do with some right. people. That, that motherfucker should have been ho- hobbling. Yeah. yeah. Hobbling through those At scenes. best. That's okay. Because um, he got Conan sword. Yeah. That healed him. He also, the cold, you so, know, it helps you. So the Demodog chase and then leading up to the fight with the Demogorgon. How did you he, feel about that? Uh, so the, that, yes, the, the throwback to Bob. Yeah. You know, when Joyce is sitting there, like, remembering. Right in front of PTSD. Right in front of the PTSD of Bob, you know, being killed by yeah. the Demodog. And it was, I thought that was a great callback, but it also created this, like, moment of anticipation and worry for Hopper, right? Now, because they be kissing by now. We oh, yeah, over they that. be kissing by now. They, yeah, Good on them. Finally. They're, real, they're like kids again. Yeah. I by thought the, Hopper was going to die this season. I really did. By the way, Hopper's the barbarian. Anyway. Uh, barbarian. True. Yep. He he went into barbarian. rage mode. Barbarian. He went into rage mode. So, yeah, that, that whole scene was awesome because it was when he's baiting the dogs. Right. Demo he's dogs. running from them. There's the scene... And I, I won't digress too much, but there's the scene where everything out, looks terrible for every group involved. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So the storytelling and the uh, the cinematography of this entire thing is phenomenal because it's showing like, OK, everything's looking down for everyone. And, and Remind it's a little... me because I have uh, not a theory, but just a. a... Uh, a point of view so, on that, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That. Just, yeah, yeah. Just for down just the road, for saying, right sure. Because yeah. this is a spoiler e, not spoiler free. Right. Nancy, uh, Nancy, Steve, and, and Robin, Robin are straight we'll, we'll up get being to that. strangulated. Yeah, we'll get. The, well, you're saying the slump. This, I mean, the right. part. Right, I am, and we'll get to that part. We'll. we'll, we'll Everybody's get to, fucking fucked. Yes, ever at this point, they're showing every. One of these teams, the Russian team, in the, perilous danger. Yeah, everyone's in perilous danger, and Except you're like, oh wow, kids. oh wow, it's looking real grim for everyone. Oh right? no, mm-hmm. they can't get into the pizza shop. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't know where we are. Yeah, they're right. fine. I'm, I'm, and, that team's fine. <laughs> and, like most, of, like eighty-five percent of the California team is a okay. Yeah. So they and um, the dog jumps on <laughs> Hopper and is over him, and there's and Joyce is looking on the security cameras, like, oh my god, like what do I do? That's when she has this flashback with Bob, right? Mm-hmm. This very emotional flashback, and it's it's sad because yes, Bob died, and I think she's remembering Bob, like, oh wow, that's sad. But it was more or less like, oh my god, I couldn't help Bob in this situation. But I can but I'm not going to let that happen again. I'm going to help Hopper in this situation. So she looked up and she saw these cattle prods and she was like, all right, I'm going to go. So instead of just sitting back and not being able to do anything like she did with Bob, she went and did something with Hopper and used the cattle prod prod on the dog. And from that point, every single, you know, group all of a sudden had a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And Um, it was it was a fantastic way of showing uh triumph and uh the cinematography of it and the storytelling of it was so well done i was so pumped after that part yeah is is, is your anecdote about D by chance yes go okay. ahead and say it okay go ahead and say it yeah go ahead and say that 
Because um, I thought that's where you're going to. Yeah, so I maybe I've talked with you guys about it out, uh, off the podcast, but this is the moment in in the show in where you know you're seeing each group doing their thing, and it's all kind of culminating at the same time. And for me, as I'm watching this, um, for anyone that's played D and D, you know, during combat, your turn, uh, even though when you're doing it, probably t- can sometimes take. 20, 30 minutes if it's a long, but you know, usually about five minutes or so, but those are seconds at a time. And so when I'm watching this and seeing it bounce back and forth, and especially with Robin, Nancy and Steve strung mm-hmm. up against the wall, you're like, well, how the fuck are they like, still surviving alive. this? Yeah. Fight? How are they? Yeah. Because for me, when I'm seeing that, that's their initiative order. And so we're seeing those things happen, but they're all happening at about the same time just a couple mm. seconds apart you did so talk, yeah. so you know when it's bouncing around and everything those are the different parties in combat against basically the same boss that's and D&D motherfucker all happening at the same time yes so yes simultaneously it, 30 minutes ago in the episode you saw Steve Nancy and Robin get choked out get ganked <laughs> but it's actually happening happening at the same exact time as like basically the eleven part coming up where she, everything yeah. happens and yeah. and they let go and they survive. So so we'll jump over to that. I think I was the biggest critic of the California group by far. Um, and now seeing it full circle, I think it's because they knew where they wanted them to end. They just didn't know really they how to fill the time. They so they treaded water. water and um. I did not like Argyle whatsoever, really, in the first half, mainly because I saw that guy play the same role in another movie. He's played the in a same movie. role in about every so, movie. But I, I do like him now. I think there is just finally shit for him to be useful for. And so, you know, uh, getting to that other hey, he saved them from the pizza franchise. Did you see the In the name? credits? Yeah, you, Argyle 2.0. Argyle 2.0. I okay, told Star good. that, who probably told you that. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Look, there is a connection. Oh, no. He just blinked. There's, blew his mind. there's the uh, not Man, not not furniture mall group. And there's the furniture mall group. There's the fucking Cox group. There's the HQ group. Yeah, and they all come together. And, and, and there's no gatekeeping. Anyway, go on. No, there's no gatekeeping. But uh, I'm sorry, Chris. I just I, that was a that was. A uh, you got that information from yeah, me, right. sir. I know. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a shit lord. Maybe but, uh, you heard about this from a friend of mine. I learned this from. YouTube. <laughs> but but no, no, I thought that, you know, um he finally had something useful to to contribute. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that like he just rolled with the punches. Yo, like at any point. Fuck. Yeah, at any point. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. At any time he could have been like, uh fuck you guys. I have no reason to be a part of this. But he probably was so high he was just like, This is pretty cool. This yeah. seems legit, so, man. So, I got a pizza place. He just man. Uh, by the way, also he just like trusted that she had powers. Oh yeah. He just listened I mean, to them he and just was saved like them from a government yeah, man, like, facility. Cool. No, yeah, at that point in time, but like yeah. up until that point, he just kinda like He's, ran with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He and saw he, her bring down the helicopter though. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. At so, that point in time. Yes. So mm-hmm. we can jump over to that because I guess there's really not much about California Group to talk about until we talk about that too. Aside from them being the them being the, the like the heart. They're the heart. They're of the this, heart of this part of the show. The, we finally uh, saw Will's painting. The comedic, you know, yes, they were mostly least, comedic you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, they were the comedic stuff, and uh, which is fine, and and I think that's great because Mike is really he's an important character, and he wasn't in this season as as much as he was, or as important initially, yeah. as he was in the previous seasons. I kind of enjoyed it, and I think we talked about it a bit. Like sometimes Mike can be kind of not a great person, a dick, mm-hmm. and and he kind of you know saw that this time finally, yeah, and and kind of you know. Um, 
grew the fuck up a but little bit. he doesn't bit. see Will. No, he we're doesn't see Will. See, we're four seasons deep, and this boy has not told Eleven that he loves her. Not yet. I mean, this, they're but we'll kids. Get so, kids. Speaking of Eleven, we're getting... Yes, sir. Hold on. Go ahead. So then we have the Dream Warrior Squad. Dream AKA Warriors. Eleven. And if you want to count Dr. Owens and... Uh, oh, Brennan. Brennan. Dr. Brennan. Uh, Papa. She she gains the abilities. She she becomes Abilitas. better than before. She's strong. She, she real she's strong. strong as fuck. She's super strong. And not only strong physically or mentally, I don't know what you want to call that. <laughs> but also oh, you, mentally. You okay there? <laughs> she's always been strong mentally. You know what no, I mean? No, it just it made me she laugh. She becomes zero yeah. percent stronger physically. I don't mean in power. <laughs> emotionally. I don't zero mean in powers. definition in her arms. She, she now emotionally. Yes. She now becomes a a person that can have thoughts of her own and stand up to the people that have controlled her for too long. Fucking time. It is. And I'm I'm so happy for her, proud for her. Yep. You know, when you see her finally say no to Dr. Yes. Brennan. Like Bro. Like, look, man, you've suppressed me for this long and suppressed all of my brothers and sisters no more. No, Bro, it is about 815 time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, it's, and it's, not, <laughs> it's not just no. It's like, oh, I'll fucking kill you. You can't yeah. control like, me. I will, I will kill you mm-hmm. if you fuck with me right now. I'm getting Brennan. Yeah. Or not Brennan. I'm getting Owens. Owens. And I'm leaving. And if you try to stop me, I will kill you. Mm-hmm. Which is everything we had hoped she would do. And then Brennan does exactly what we'd expect him to do and fucking, fucking drugs her. But, you know, like shit finally caught up to him. And, he, and this group that we've been like wondering what's going to happen when they finally get to L actually kind of helped her get out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She and Brennan was almost right, I think, to be honest. Like, he, whoa, what do you mean? He said, I'm doing this because you're not strong enough. You're not going to defeat. Um, Vecna, and he wasn't necessarily wrong. Like mm-hmm. she didn't defeat Vecna. Now, how, however, the love between her and Mike helped her at least stop things progress to where it was going to be. Helped, but he wasn't necessarily wrong. No, no he, he he wasn't. And in, at no point, I don't think he ever lied to Eleven when he said, "I care about you. I'm doing this all for you." I think he was telling the truth that entire time to Eleven. Now, other things, I think he was lying to himself about that, but I I think you're right. It wasn't for her. He was using her. I think he thought he loved her. Yes. Right? So, like I said, He believed he loved her. That's what I said. I believe him because he believed that. That's what he thought and he believed. I love you, but I'm kind of a sadist, so I'm going to shock the shit out of you for no good reason. Nick, I think you have a really good point. It's because every other aspect of him, his way is the best way, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So since he is so arrogantly confident in himself that he's like, well, clearly whatever I'm doing for Elle is because it's coming from a place of love. Yeah. And so, you know, even up to that final moment, um, he still feels that same way. But so. So, yeah. So uh, how do you feel about his death? I earned deserved. Yeah. I kind of wish it would have been 11. Yeah. That's my like. I understand why it wasn't 11. Don't get me wrong. I do understand why it wasn't 11, because. If Eleven does that, how is that going to play on her mind, right? She kills people all the time. I don't know how much it would have done. Yes, but one of my this f- was different because yeah. it was... Yeah. To quote her from season two, uh, Eleven, we might have to hurt some people. We might have to kill some people. I've killed people before. Uh, Shit, okay. Right. <laughs> little different, obviously, being yes, Papa, of course, right? right. We, we all know that. Uh, however, I agree with Jesse. Deserved. Uh, you know, it, everything caught up with him. Final. Final. 
done on screen. <laughs> and then and oh then boy is dead. And then we foreshadowed it earlier. There's this amazing scene where Brandon is reaching out towards Eleven as he's dying. He gets he gets sniped in the back and in the leg and a bunch of other shit, and it goes through his chest. He is dying, and he reaches out to Eleven and is tears in his eyes and just wants to know like you know i love you right like you know i did this all for you i was trying to protect you i was trying to be your father i was trying to do all this stuff and she says new number who's this or new phone who this yep you know she's not cruel to him no but, but she doesn't give in to no. to yeah. what he's asking for right. and and i she that whole scene again. yeah that whole scene i was like don't do it don't do right. it, Bro, I thought she was going to do it. Me too. No. I literally she, thought she was going to be like, I okay, Papa. She let his hand come up to her face, right? Mm-hmm. And at this point, you're like, well, maybe she, maybe she grabs it and says, you know, I know, or whatever it might be. She does grab his hand, but she just sets lifts it, it down. off of her cheek and sets it down on the ground, says nothing to yep. him, mm-hmm. gets up. And just walks away from him. Perfect. I was so. Perfect. I was like Perfect. yelling at the TV. I'm like, you, you tell him, eleven. Yeah. He's not anything to you anymore. You, that you was know, the equivalent of get fucked, nerd. Yeah. You know what? How they say, you know, sometimes not saying anything oh. is the is the most hurtful oh. or or the worst thing you can say. You say it and best when you say nothing at all. That too, mm. like, and that's exactly what happened. Mm. She didn't say a damn word to him and just left him there to yeah. die. And it was, oh my god, it was uh, so good. And uh, the. You know, the action that led up to that, too, with her in the helicopter is really fucking cool. And, yeah. you know, that guy that was the the sniper that was just trying to take her out and she was shaking that helicopter, which, by the way, I've never seen anything that makes me trust a helicopter. Just putting that out there. Um, they seem sketch as fuck. But uh, so <laughs> helicopters, are they well, real? Yeah, watch out. Yeah. Are they real? <laughs> but uh, no, I thought that was cool, too. And to see kind of the, the set piece of that created where when it fell and it made like a big Michael Bay style explosion was Dude, pretty I cool. Feel like 80s, bro. There's some definite anime comparisons like they're doing oh, yeah. some shit that's straight up like anime. Oh, yeah. Like, Sci-fi anime. Akira. I felt like some Akira. God Akira. damn it. How are you going to steal my shit? Yeah, hundred percent. No, say it first. Say it again, and then I'll we'll react to it. No, that's fine. I, I definitely felt like there was some Akira vibe. Dude, me Holy too. Shit. Right. Yes, shit. so right. Yeah. I was just thinking Don't that. cut out the first that, part. Wow. Leave it all in. <laughs> yeah, leave this all in. <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, they are huge fans of, of sci-fi and, and horror, and I, there's got to be some kind of anime influence in there. These men have horse. soaked up so much good shit, yeah. and then mm. they're just spitting it back out, and I'm just over there like, it tastes good, Mr. Brother. It's the perfect stew of everything that we love. And it's funny because the leading executive producer on it, he's on that same YouTube talk show that I was telling you guys to check out, and he's like, I don't really watch horror movies they really scare me actually so but the duffer brothers they gave me this list of stuff to watch and to to listen to um and i want to know what that list is this is me yeah Dakota, saying that right, i want to know what list shit. they give yeah. me. it's got to have prime it's got to have hellraiser on it it's got to have the thing well the thing yep freddie they did tell mm-hmm. the vecna actor to for the casting they were like hey this this is the media you need to watch to prepare for this role because yeah. I didn't tell him what it was. And tell Hellraiser me didn't have some Jason vibe. When Hellraiser was on that. Uh, he also yeah, had Freddy Hel- Krueger vibes the they, whole time. Oh, well, yeah, one hundred percent. Piano Kruger. said Krueger yes. on it. They yes. said they said that uh, Hellraiser and Nightmare on Elm Street were the two biggest yes. influences for this season. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, oh, and Chris, for you, I found out also we watching have such that that to um, show you. They had no intention of putting Robert England in that role, not because they didn't want to. They just didn't know that was on the table. He 
got his hands on the script for that character and sent them a video of him in his bathtub, like doing Fuck, one of the scenes. Yeah, that's cool. Just like crawled up in the bathtub, like acting crazy, and they were like, "Oh, we didn't know we had access to so him." Fucking Let's Robert England. Robert England wants <laughs> yeah. to do fucking yeah. some Freddy shit. Yeah. yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, you just, that's your role now. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, no, that was, that was super cool. And then our, our Nevada group and our California group combined. Yeah. They meet up. So, um, as this is happening, as Brendan shot helicopter explodes because 11 goes fucking super Saiyan on them and pulls everything down. Uh, the, the California group show up, the stoner show Will, up. <laughs> Mike, Jonathan and Argyle. Argyle. And, uh, they show up, you know, right course, on time, right on time, you know, obviously crazy. And, Pick up eleven and they skedaddle. They get the fuck out of there. Was it who was it that noticed the tracks? Was that Argyle as it well? Was Argyle. It, was it was Argyle. It was Argyle. Yeah, yes. he was up over he the was ledge. Like, Fat tracks, bro. You know what leaves that behind? Because yeah. they were looking for Nina, and he was like, "We're trying to find a small girl in the desert, man." And then he was like, a "Small girl can hide behind small trees, and they're everywhere." Man. <laughs> <laughs> Argyle ended up being really funny. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he for ended sure. up being really funny. So, so okay. So we've covered all the everything all individually right so okay so we 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 get to the the meat and potatoes of it right the um uh l finds out that she's pretty sure she can piggyback off of max because they realize they're in california they're not going to get to indiana in time to help with anything nevada it, what's that they're nevada. in nevada <laughs> they're in nevada, nevada. correct you, you said california but son yes. of a bitch they stay <laughs> in nevada you're got right. you bitch you're right yeah. and so she decides to to piggyback <laughs> desert california from a frozen from a from what what does she say? What does she tell her later? I piggybacked from a from pizza a frozen pizza, pizza dough pizza or freezer a, from a pizza freezer. dough freezer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, how did you feel about piggybacking in general? Um, it makes, it makes sense. sense. It makes sense. It, it wasn't too far gone, and it and didn't come out of left field. Like no. we've seen her tap into other people every season. Yeah, and uh, you know, Max kind of foreshadowed it almost in a way when she was talking to Lucas in the car, saying like. It's my mind, right? Yeah. I can make it however. And Eleven was like, well, it's Max's mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's not Vecna's her mind. mind. It's yeah. Vecna, right. Vecna, Vecna's mind. I can get into her mind and fight Vecna there. So it was, again, there's that thing that the Duffer brothers know how to do. They know how to call back and They're make like, it make sense. All and these other episodes. Holy here's shit. Here's Eleven walking around on some black puddles. Yep. Make so, it happen again. Yeah. So Eleven decides that she's going to, you know, go into her deprivation mode, basically meditate and, and help fight against Vecna and keep Max safe by tapping into her mind um, because she's been keeping tabs on the uh, Hawkins group and she knows what their plan is. So, you know, they're setting that up and then we have the confrontation, right? So we get in there. It felt for me once it goes to the, where they're in the snowball where Max is safe. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Vecna and everything, he does pull, pull one on them. He, he, you know, he tricks them and, and, uh, gets Max in in his space, which Jesse, you were right by the way. That's not the upside down. That is his own special yeah. place that yeah. he's pulling them to. Yes, so shout out is. to Jesse. That was also recorded. That's not the upside down, um, but that uh, you know got Max in there without her really noticing. And so, but once she goes to the snowball, um, that felt very much like a Freddy versus Jason thing for well, me. Well, you got you Gary. got you got Jason goes to Manhattan vibes. <laughs> You've got Freddy, Freddy vibes. You've also got Carrie vibes. Yes, and, the, and, and, and it, it. And, and it, and it, very Stevie balloons. And then Silent Hill and at the, the end talisman. Of it. I don't what? know if that's what they were going yes. for. 
I don't know if that's what they were going for, but it like when everything started to decay. Yes. Like I was like, it that's feel like fucking Silent, Silent Hill. Hill shit right there. Also, like, shout out to Stephen King. He's the greatest man ever. Go on. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, and in you have this moment of peace, right? Max has this moment of peace, like, okay. I'm just gonna it's my mind. Here. I'm just yeah. gonna hang out here until yeah. you fool. something happens. She, she's there to distract Vecna while Nancy Robin and Steve get ready to blow him the fuck up. So Nancy Robin and Steve go to the Upside Down, and they're because they and they, they figure out like they figure out oh shit okay we can get Vecna. We know where he's going to be. Right, we'll his trap body. Him. They know where his body's. They know where his body's going to be. You know so why? We'll because trap him. Eleven does the same he, thing. Yes, Eleven does the same fucking thing. Right. Okay, where his physical body will be. So they're they're hunting Vecna. And then you have Eddie and Dustin, who are the distraction, right? That was able to get get those bats. Get Robin, Nancy, and Steven there because they distract the bats because Eddie in one of the most fucking metal scenes I've seen Fuck in yeah, any brother, fucking ever. It was anything, there media. Uh, excuse just, me. Uh, he only had two weeks to in, learn that whole song. He did. And that's that makes awesome. Him a god. Uh, apparently so, you've never met a nerd from the 80s. They right. can do that shit. <laughs> that's their superpower. So he, as the distraction, gets up there and being running his entire life decides, I'm going to sit here and be the distraction and bring them to me, Right. And plays Master of Puppets, and it's just, oh. Um, this is for you, Chrissy. There are moments in, in in media. Pop culture. In pop culture, thank you, that um, people will always remember. And this season had two of those moments. It did, yeah. We, we had yep. Kate Bush running up that hill with Max, who... Uh, breakout moment, you know, uh, oh well God. deserved. She's such a phenomenal actress in that, that character. Um, uh, that that was so well deserved. And then just compliments to man, just how the Duffer Brothers do characters now and giving Eddie that moment. And it felt like a Metallica music video. Oh, yeah. Like when when Max is running through the house and everything, and then it's showing um, our our Terminator group, you know, going through the mansion and everything. So fucking cool. H- how did really you know? Cool. How did how did you feel seeing something like that? You talking Chris? to me? Yeah, Chris. I, sorry, <laughs> I thoroughly was like this. Better like before. You know, we saw we saw the preview, and there was glimpses yeah mm-hmm. the trailer yeah you never exactly. saw you never heard what eddie was playing no but in the in that before i knew i assumed he was playing it for nancy right and i assumed it would be something goofy like something that nancy would like and then i was like well what if nancy actually liked metal because she's a fucking terminator like right. what if she liked metal what would she listen to and i i never settled upon master of puppets but i like it would be cool if Nancy secretly liked metal, because yes. that would be fucking that so been Nancy. Cool too. But when it was for Chrissy and it was Master of Puppets, yeah. I was like, "Fuck yes. yes, this one's for you, Chrissy." Rips oh, the pick off fuck. of the necklace. Oh, Hell yeah, so and, good. And they gave us a little taste of it because it was in the trailer leading up. The song was right. We didn't know that that's what it was about. That the, um, but they also used that song. If anyone did the like your Vecna playlist that Spotify could give you, yeah. it always added a couple songs to it, and one of them was Master hey, of Puppets. Yep. Quick, quick, super, super I sideways, super sideways shout out to uh, Stranger Things. Uh, 
all of that because my band. It's the Demogorgon playlist. The Demogorgon playlist. Oh, is still yes. Back, I checked. It's still there. Way back when the first season came out, I was in a band called Unmerciful. Check them out if you want to. You don't have to. But I was on the Demogorgon playlist. Yes. You're with like Angel, you're with like Angel of Death and like a fucking fucking Slayer, dying, dying fetus. Dying fetus. And Ladies and gentlemen, this is a no shit moment. Christopher fucking James over here next to me. Christopher yeah, James. Yeah. Was KFJ. the lead was the lead vocalist in a fucking like heavy death metal group called Unmerciful, and he was featured. Their band was featured. On, on Stranger I, Things season one Spotify playlist. It That's is called, fucking crazy. It's called That's the Demogorgon's awesome. Upside Downers. Yes, yes. Check it out. It's it so cool. Songs, it, it was really the Demogorgon. Yes. Amanda and I were at uh, Coldstone Creamery, and the most they were just, place of all. Yeah, and they were playing Unmerciful in there. No, yeah. and we were just <laughs> checking out the playlist. It was actually when season two came out, but I didn't want to. Ruin it was season yeah, two. Yeah, but um, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but how long had it be been there guy. beforehand? No, they know. just came out for that. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, yeah, and we were in there eating ice cream, and she's checking. And she's like, "Uh, Dakota," and I was like, "Uh, Chris," and he was like, "Uh, Dakota." And we were like, oh. <laughs> "So yeah, that's pretty fucking badass." It's fucking, fucking cool. cool. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, just such a. Uh, uh, amazing moment for Eddie and for Stranger Things. Like, oh, yeah. And Metallica was humbled. When you humble the biggest, one of the biggest metal bands of all time, one of the biggest, you I know, would say they, I would say they're probably the biggest metal band yeah. of all time. Yeah. So they I, took they a break are, from suing Napster to be like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> wow, you can use our song? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's no, because no, that's they probably paid for fine. it, but... But, um, but yeah, so no, that that was awesome. Um, Kids love us Let's again. Let's get into it. Eddie fucking died. How do you so, guys feel? Oh, real, He's not I'm, dead. I'm sorry, real quick, just a quick little thing. Just a quick little thing. Quick At little this thing. point, Lucas is in the real world with Max, who is, you know, being taken over by Vecna. She's got the, you know, the the glazed over the eyes. glazed over eyes She's and everything. She's floating and, broken. And motherfucker Mother Teresa Mother Chad Chad motherfucker jock dude. Kroger. I can't remember his name. Chad, Chad Kroger. Kroger. Chad Kroger comes up and starts to like get in a physical confrontation with Lucas because okay, he yeah. thinks that there is a devil oh. worship ceremony going on and he won't take him out. Anyway, no, back to Eddie. No, 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 hold on. I want to add a little thing. Was anyone because the real world is a scary place worried for a moment oh, that yes. Luke, Lucas, one of our only yes. um black characters was going to get choked out hey, or shot by a real or something person. by uh by a, a real person Just killed by well, a white, white bread. Is anyone white else scared? Bread, yeah. I was yes, scared. I was. I was gonna 100%. be sick. Like I literally, I, there was this feeling in my stomach, and I like I grabbed a hold of Amanda, and I was like, I hope not, but Dude. I'm just trying mm. to get ready. Yeah, mm. I I'm gonna be a hundred percent with you. I was more worried that Lucas's sister was gonna have something happen oh. to her. I was like, no, you don't. She handled she's herself the actually. She's fucking badass. Erica. She handled herself way better. She's actually, Terminator. Than Lucas did. She's she's like a Erica's mini awesome. Terminator. Yeah. Erica's so fucking cool. Yeah, man. you know she's she funny. had. Yeah. And shout out to her. We talked about her quite a bit last episode too. Um, but yeah, uh, that actress is is awesome. I love that they're bringing in uh, her kind of to the main cast, and she kicked that dude right in the nuts mm, and got geez. back in there. Yeah. Rocked his shit. Rocked they did. Shit they did a so much good. better job this season of of. And maybe it's because when you're uh, younger, your it's relationship with your brother and yeah. sister aren't that close. Yeah. But like this season, like he calls out for her. Like he asked for mm -hmm. her help. He, like that was a very touching moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, that part was improvised. Yes, yes. it was. Which yep. part? When he screams for out for his sister. Yeah. 
when he screws up for Erica. Anyway, we're getting to that point. The actor Um, who portrayed Lucas did that without... Something I noticed, too, uh, is that um, just from seeing interviews, the Duffer brothers kind of let them, once they've done the lines that they want to do, they're like, okay, do it again, add whatever you want to it. And that's where, when Mike says, you know, Elle, you're my superhero, that was an ad lib. Yeah, so many ad-lib. cool ad This is for you. Uh, this is for you, Chrissy. Chrissy was also was ad lib. Yep. Uh, what was it? Uh, when he slaps, uh, when Eddie slaps uh, Steve on the face and says something about big boy, or I can't remember when he's about to. Oh, oh, I'm not the one who's driving. It's this big boy right here. I think he says to Steve that was improv. Like, yeah, yeah there's a lot of improvisation. It's awesome. That ends up being some of the best the better like, takes. quotes and takes yeah. and stuff that you're going to see from the show. Um, but yes, yeah, that that scene was honestly probably the most intense for me um, with Lucas in, mm-hmm. in the mansion, just because it was scary. Yeah, it was. That, yeah, was real I agree. that that fucking Chad was unhinged, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was ready. I like to... how none of us have taken the time to look up his name. We're I'm not going to. So I'm sure it's like Josh right or there. Jason. I just Chad. don't give a shit. It's Chad. Now. It's split in two, boy. Um, <laughs> that is foreshadowing. We're not ready for that yet. Yeah, that is one of those. No, are we ready to talk? No, about no, not it? yet. We're not, not yet. yet. We clearly love Stranger Things like a fucking lot, so this has to be a two-parter. We thank you for listening to the Digital Bath Podcast. Join us next week as we continue and finalize our thoughts on Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 2.